You're listening to another episode of the Muscles and Macros podcast with your hosts, Aurora and Jenna. Welcome. Do we have a good day today? I had an awesome day today. I also <laughs> had an awesome day. It's one of my favorite days because we get to work together. Yes. Yay. How was the rest of the day after I left? The rest of the day was good. It was chill. Got stuff done. Had seen people till the end of the day and... Now that the day has culminated, we can start our podcast tonight. Yeah, so um, we're talking about your very favorite subject tonight. Yes. And that's mindset. Whew, good topic it is. Yeah, so I was thinking about it and I was like, I remember being very cynical about this stuff when I was younger. And I just remember thinking that it was such a bunch of like, you know, kumbaya, BS, like, okay, I believe I can fly, but if I f- jump off a building, I'm going to kill myself. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you can't just believe your way into results. Or so I thought. <laughs> isn't that isn't that something? And it, while things physically, like, we can believe we can fly, we f- fly off a building, we're pretty sure what the outcome of that's going to be. But we cannot predict the future. And with more goal-oriented things in life, I feel like you can believe your way into so many results and real tangible goals getting succeeded. Yeah, and I wanted to talk about some, like, real concrete stuff here. I'm not talking about, like, manifesting or, like, you know, speaking things into the universe. And I'm not saying... Um, Those don't I'm, work I'm not even giving an opinion on that. I'm just saying that we're not even going to even go there. I'm talking about like really simple, tangible ways, scientific ways, yes. really, that your mindset does affect your outcomes. It, and yeah. It's true because it's as simple as, you know, if you wake up in the morning and you stub your toe and you're like, wow, this day is going to be shit. This is my omen. I, while of course bad things can happen no matter what, you can make no mistakes and life can still send you for a whammy, but the point here is is mindset and how we can strengthen our mind to offer actions to take place to, you know, build on each other when you have that mindset that's pushing you to do something, you can turn that into reality and that can feed on each other the stronger that mentality is the stronger you'll be able to hopefully make those things into the reality. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, are you talking about, like, just playing the hand you're dealt in, like, the best way possible? That, but also the mindset where, like, you know, if something bad happens to you and you're like, oh, the whole day is going to be shit now. Mm. I tend to think that if you believe that the day is going to be shit because Mm. you stubbed your toe and that's what you're deeming the rest of your day is going to be like because of that one simple action, then your day might be Uh, S-H-I-T because of your mindset. (laughs) Yeah. But if you don't let that drag you down or whatever the case may be, then that's going to help you strengthen your mindset and be able to conquer whatever happens to you or doesn't and still be able to get the ball rolling to what you need to do. Right. So like if you're looking for shit, you're going to find shit. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't know if you... Do you know Mel Robbins, her whole thing about, like, looking for hearts? No. So she talked about this. This is, like, um, it's an actual, like, neuroscience thing in the brain that, like, you know how when you, let's say you're driving down the highway 
and you know, you're just looking at all the cars going by or whatever. But if you happen to be like looking at, you know, Honda CRVs, because mm -hmm. you're thinking about buying a Honda CRV, mm -hmm. you're going to see Honda CRVs everywhere. Yes. And just because I said Honda CRV, anyone that's <laughs> listening is now going to start seeing Honda CRVs. Yep. That that's it's the truth that is just it's a it's a thing and it's what happens and that's also the law of attraction as well isn't it yeah so like what mel robbins talks about is looking for hearts like she would take pictures of like if she was like walking taking a walk and she found like a leaf and it kind of looked like a heart and she would take a picture and then like she'd look up at the clouds and like oh the cloud is like in the shape of a heart and then um and my sister-in-law does this too on her instagram it's it's really cool She's like really good with photography and all that, even with her just phone posting on her stories. But anytime she sees hearts and it's when you're looking for them, you see them everywhere. I totally can speak to this because when I was like a sophomore in high school, I started to become obsessed with Volkswagen vans and I love like the look of that. And as soon as I got into Volkswagen vans, naturally because of the law of attraction, I started seeing them everywhere, everywhere, even when I wouldn't think I would see one. And so that's 10 years ago, actually, when I was a sophomore in high school. And so that has carried with me since. And even when I was down at college in Florida, I would see a Volkswagen van on my bike ride, I'm driving by, and I would be like, that's my sign that I'm in the right place at the right time. That's how I would take that. And I would, it would give me a, a little tingly feeling that the universe is work in its magic and just keep mm. on following the path and you'll be where you need to be. Have you always had that like positive mindset? I feel like yes. Where do you think that comes from? I feel like it comes from my mom because mm -hmm. she always made me excited for things and would ex would create that excitement inside of me to be happy to live life and ask a lot of questions and always have a smile on my face because that naturally actually does make you happier even if you don't want to believe it if you look at yourself in the mirror and you give yourself a smile things your days will start to turn even if it's just the smile it because even when I've been emotional and didn't want to smile at myself I would do it and I would be like okay then that that helps just a little bit um and I think I naturally had it in me as well for what I can speak to because I, I haven't known any other way. That's really cool. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I'm on the same page with you now in life, but I haven't always been that way. And I think that, um, like I used to be, I used to be kind of negative actually, but I thought it was, a, it was a good thing because I would always kind of, I know this is kind of like, it's well, I do think it all relates, but when it comes to like, you know, glass half full, glass half empty, I was like, well, I'm a realist and I just see what the reality is and I need to prepare for the worst possible outcomes. And it was like self-preservation. Mm -hmm. It was like a way to protect myself. Right. Yes. But what I didn't realize then was that, yeah, you can still prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Totally. 100%. And, and believe that that is probably going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with being prepared. As a matter of fact, I mean, I think we all should be prepared, right? We yes. should all have like backup plans and, totally. and whatnot. But you have to believe that that's 
that's your backup. That's your just in case, meaning it's not likely to happen or not likely for you to have to use that backup plan, Mm -hmm. you know? Definitely. So in having that positive outlook of like this, you know, not what if I fail, but like, what if I win? What if I, you know what I mean? Yeah. It sounds so cheesy, but it really is true because we have that ability to, you know, you know, um, like self-sabotage ourselves just with our thoughts. Because I just think about like self-fulfilling prophecies when you're like, you know, when you don't believe that you can do something, you probably can't. Yes. And I think this is great to say this every episode because who knows who li- who's listening, but I always like to say the thought of doing something is always typically more daunting than actually doing whatever it is. Oh yeah. And I always love the, the notion of, well, what if it, works out imagine how many people sever relationships or don't let them happen or don't start a journey in the gym because what if i get hurt what if they the person i want to start a relationship you know it doesn't go well Mm -hmm. what if things do go well and if they don't then you can learn from them and you know you go to the gym of course you want to prevent injury and not hurt yourself but what if you found out something medically that you wouldn't have found out if you'd didn't go to the gym and say that happened. So I always say that the thought is going to be more harmful in your mind than typically the actual reality of doing something. And what if it does work out? We always like to be anxious and worry about the negative things because that's easy. But I think it's a little bit harder to put that belief in ourselves that what if they do work out? Mm -hmm. Because then what do you say to that? Exactly. Because <laughs> we can say no to why not. But, um, and how would you answer the question now if the glass was half full or half empty? Oh, gosh, put me on the spot. <laughs> um, I don't, I, I guess I would say it's, it's half full because I don't know. I just have a much more positive outlook on things now. And I, I from whenever I remember hearing that, question from when I was very young and this is funny because when I was asked that question and I I said well it depends were you pouring the glass out or were you filling it up because that would that was my response to that Hmm. question because obviously if you're pouring it out half empty and if you're filling it up I would say it's half full that's that's how I answer that question I really like that (laughs) because you know there's gonna be some context there and right was it being drunken from and now there's just a little bit left or are we in the middle of filling it up? And mm. and I think we can take different avenues of questioning from that as well. But that's how I like to look at that question. Yeah. So let's talk about how this can relate to our health and fitness journey. Yes. Um, one of the things I really like to look at is reframing our attitude when it comes to the things that we have to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like when we're checking the boxes, we have to drink our water. We have to get our steps. We have to get our workouts in. We have to plan our meals. We have to do all these things, right? But do we have to, or do we get to? We get to do those things. Right. We are so lucky and so grateful to be able to make those things happen. While it seems like a task and doesn't make, make it less hard to achieve those things, but it really changes the way you look at it when it's things that you get to do instead of things that you have to do. Mm. And whether whatever perspective you're looking at it from, it, it doesn't matter. It's going to 
be able to change your mindset. Yeah. Now, what if, what if that doesn't change someone's mindset that they get to do something instead of they have to do something? We gotta, we gotta tune into that mindset yeah. more. <laughs> well, all right. Can I tell a sad story? Just go for it. <laughs> this has nothing to do with fitness, but it does have to do with that have to get to mindset. Um, this is terrible, but, um, many, many years ago, um, someone I know, um, lost her husband in a motorcycle accident and, um, we went over to her house the very day that it happened. And, you know, she's sitting in our house and she's just like in disbelief and she's uh, crying and we're talking and, and all of that. And there were, um, his socks and, like a shirt on the stairs. And she was saying how she would always complain that he can't put his, you know how men, they can't put their damn clothes in the hamper. (laughs) They just leave them wherever. They just take off their clothes as they're walking, (laughs) you know, and that kind of thing. And it's like, she's like, I wouldn't, I will never look at that way again. Like I wish, I wish I had that opportunity to clean up after him. And that changed the way I looked at things with my own family. Mm-hmm. And I don't, ever since then, I'm so, I just can't. When I see, when there's a mess, you know, or something like that, I'm just like, I, that's, there's a mess because there's people here that I love mm-hmm. that I get to take care of. And I'll, I'll just never look at it any other way because of that. Like that, like that jarred me to my core. And it's so important. I think that can really drive home that point of having getting to do something instead of having to do something because for some reason in life we take things so heavily for granted Mm. when in reality there is literally no guarantee and we can hope this is another thing that we can hope for and believe but still prepare for the worst there's no guarantee that when you leave your house in the morning you're going to get home right there is no guarantee so and i hope nobody i hope we don't have to experience this as people with the things that are close to us but it is the reality that there's there's no guarantee and there's no promise i remember one time when i was in high school before i got my driver's license i was going to the beach with friends and one of the friends is in the water with me but and and all of a sudden like the waves are coming fast i get pulled with the current and I am waving my arms. I'm like, hopefully the lifeguards see me, but I literally almost drowned and I I can swim. I've been at the beach my whole life, but, and I tried to swim sideways against the current and everything. The waves are coming so fast that I couldn't even stay up enough to like get a breath in. And I remember being like, wow, you know, life is like the ocean. It doesn't care about your family or your future or your goals or, Mm. or your job, whatever. There's, there's no guarantee. There's no promise. It's, it's a lack of empathy system in sorts of ways. Like mother nature, she's a cruel mistress for several reasons. And I think it's important to remember that because while it's unfortunate and it's, it's, it's it's intense and it's heavy, there's no promises in life. Right. That's why I love to say that every morning we open up two presents as soon as we wake up our eyes, because that's more powerful than I think we like to realize because just because it happens every day doesn't mean that it is a guarantee that it's going to happen. Right. And I think that's like, you know, the same thing is if you've ever been injured, that's a situation where you might be like, man, I wish I could be, I wish I could be running. I wish I could be, you know, 
at the gym, you know, lifting heavy. I wish I could be doing this. Wish I could be doing that. So if you've ever been injured or sick or, you know, suffered in some way like that, you kind of, you know, think back to when you were able to do those sorts of things and realize that you may have taken that for granted, you know? Yes. So it's like anytime I I start to feel like, because trust me, I get to the point now where I just... Sometimes I don't want to do my cardio. You know what I mean? I just like, don't do just it. Not the mood. But then I realize, like, man, I get to do this. I get to do you this. Have the time. So damn. You grateful. have the physical ability. Yeah. It's and it's not say that it should be motivating that millions of people or so many people wish they could do this and you get to and you choose not to. It's not. Yeah, I know what you mean. But at the same time, I think it's just the point that. We don't realize how lucky we are until something is taken away from us permanently or temporarily. Mm-hmm. And we need to be more mindful and aware that we get to do these things and instead of having to do them. Right. Um, another thing that it made me think of is just your attitude around your health and fitness can kind of determine the attitude that the people around you have, you know? Um, I know we were talking about earlier when sometimes when someone is trying to make positive changes when it comes to diet, let's say, or, you know, let's say they're, you know, trying to, um, you know, adhere to a deficit or they're trying to take a break from alcohol or you're, they're trying to cut back on something. And you're, if you might be miserable from those changes, but it's, it's, you know, a valid case of trying to make changes, maybe not be happy with what you exactly have to do, but you're going to be happier with the long-term result that's achieved. But if you're miserable while you're doing these things, if you're like, if you chose to, let's say, be on a diet, right? And then you're all, you know, pouty about the, you know, grilled chicken and broccoli that you're eating. (laughs) And then the people around you might be giving you crap about it. Right. Like, why are you doing this if you have an attitude? (laughs) Right. So it's like if you want the people around you to support you in whatever it is that you're doing, make sure that you're having the right attitude from it. Because the people I mean, there's lots of reasons why people can be like naysayers in your life. Mm -hmm. But one of the reasons might be because they actually care about you and they just don't want to see you unhappy. Mm -hmm. So if you're kind of like, oh, I have to do this, they're going to be like you know, well, why can't you just go back to normal and and kind of like, you know, and then you're like, you're not supporting me. And it's like, well, if you were positive about it and you were like, yeah, I get to do this. I'm making these choices now so that I can have these results later. And I'm, I'm all in. Then the people around you, I think will be, could be a little bit more supportive. Totally. And I feel like it's very easy to become discouraged with yourself and your progress when you are, starting in the middle or wherever you are on your fitness journey. And I have realized to myself that being discouraged is literally very unhelpful. And while obviously whatever you feel, you're valid to feel that, you don't don't try not to get stuck in it because the discouragement will only take you so far, but the mindset to be able to overcome that and continue to work on your goals no matter how much progress you have made or haven't made you got to nip that discouragement right in the butt and say, I will not fall to this weak side of my mind that wants me to 
not do what's good for me now in order so I can be artificially comfortable with myself Mm. because our mind likes to place tricks on us and it'll tell you, Oh no, you don't have to do that and justify it for you. When in reality, you know better and you know that while it might not be exactly what you want to do in this moment, like getting that cardio done, you, first of all, you get to do that. And second of all, you're only taking yourself away from your future self and goals by sticking with that mindset of comfortability and not change right now. Right. And then sometimes some of the things I'll do is, you know, think about, you know, just getting started and saying, all right, maybe I'm not going to do however many minutes, but I'm just going to get on it and just start. And nine times out of 10, you end up sticking it out Mm -hmm. because you're like, I'm already here. I got started. You got past the hard part and you keep going. Right. And then another thing I like to do is kind of go over all the, the positives in my mind of like, okay, what, what's going to happen if I do this? You know, I'm, I'm following my protocol. I'm getting done what I need to get done. I'm improving my health. I'm, you know, all these things. Right. And then, and if I don't do it, like, what's the benefit? Yeah. I get like one instant of like, ah, I don't have to do this. (laughs) You (laughs) know what I mean? Like, okay. That, that, the, there's no comparison there. Exactly. And I feel like Last year, I spent the whole year doing my bodybuilding journey. I would be lying to you if I told you there weren't several times where I was like, is this, am I stupid? Like, is anything I'm doing actually going to lead to anything? That, that thought can come from a lot of places. And I think that it's very normal to feel that way, especially when you don't really know what the outcome is, what the, Mm. where exactly you're going to land. But you, you just got to do it. And, and there were results and oh, yeah. they came and it makes you feel good because, you know, you do something over and over again. You don't really see that much change. So you're like, am I going insane? And then you keep on going, you fight through that. Mm-hmm. And that's what allows you to break through and be able to see that and create that change. And so no stranger to feeling stupid, but continuing because there, there, ha- there has to be something that comes from this. And oh, yeah. Anything you're doing positive for your health, whether it's 10 minutes of cardio, a walk outside, lifting some weights, you're doing good. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of the paper towel analogy? No. So um, <laughs> think of like a select a size paper towel roll. Uh-huh. Um, my coach actually brought this up last week, but I've heard it on. I, we don't. It's been passed around so much. Like, I don't think anyone knows the original coach that came up with it. But um, if you if you rip a sheet off a paper towel, there's no difference, right? And then in the if you're just looking at it, and you rip another sheet off, and there's still no difference. And you rip a few more sheets off, and you don't really see a difference. But if every day you keep ripping a sheet off and ripping a sheet off, eventually you're gonna start to see that roll get smaller and smaller. So true. And that's how we have to look at. Fat loss. Yes. Now you could look at the opposite way too. You could start with, you know, just a roll and add a paper towel every day if you're trying to build muscle or something like that, you know, but either way, it just shows that it is every day is this drop in the bucket or if you want to call it, you know, making a deposit, um, but it adds up eventually, you know, it's just like a savings account. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? If you put in a few pennies in every day, it's like. There's nothing there (laughs) until there's something there. Yes, absolutely. It all adds up to something greater. 
And when we can believe that, even if it's not in stone in our life and we can't see it yet, it doesn't mean you should stop working towards it. No, definitely not. Because what's the worst case scenario? You're healthier. Right? That's not too bad. Right. Not too shabby. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so have you ever struggled with mindset? Oh, all the time. I mean, yeah, I, I think I get better and better. But sometimes when I do struggle, um, it's funny because my coach will say something like, and what would you tell a client? <laughs> <laughs> Love that. And I'm like, <laughs> and she's like, right. So that's what you need to tell yourself. You yeah. Know? Oof. So, and it's Coaching the same yourself. thing for anybody because yep. it's like, what would you tell your best friend that was struggling with something? You know what I mean? Would you, would you beat them up? Cry or under would a you, rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or would you help them? You know what I mean? Would you give them encouragement to keep going? So. And it's something that you can always build on with your mindset just because, you know, yesterday wasn't the best m- mentally doesn't mean that today doesn't today can't be a good day. Right. And I feel like a lot of life is like a roller coaster. It's up and down. Good things happen. Not so good things happen. But I wanted to say this earlier, too. It doesn't matter how much good you do in life. Life wouldn't be life if it was a measure of only good things happen to good people and only bad things happen to bad people. Right. Yeah. So with that being said, we have to be able to strengthen our mind and overcome any obstacle while that's obviously easier said than done it proves when you are coming when you're experiencing those things yeah because when things are hard having a negative attitude around it just makes it harder yes because when things are hard we need all the energy we can get emotionally and physically to address the problem whatever that is, you know what I mean? So if you're, if you're just pouring all this negative energy on a shitty situation, it's, you're just making it even worse for yourself, even more exhausting, you know? And I, th- I think this speaks to my mindset, but I was going to say, um, oh, it just disappeared. It just disappeared. Uh, that also speaks to my mindset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I was going to say, we are always mentally stronger and physically stronger than we know that we're capable of Mm. now is that me i do believe that truly but also is it myself trying to promote constant strength yes because i think that's better mentally and it's easier to think like that when i have something that i have to overcome and i'm like well this is this is how it is and i will be able to move forward accordingly yeah that's like that what's the saying you've uh survived 100 percent of your worst days or something like yes because we, yeah. we've made it this far mm-hmm. and it's proved good so far yeah so if you just kind of that's the other thing like looking at all the obstacles you've overcome and everything you've been through in your life and just seeing where you've been so strong And seeing what you've achieved and kind of, you know, thinking about those things can give you a little bit of a fire back when you're feeling down. Absolutely. I posted a reel yesterday on my fitness page and it said something like, "Um, if you're seeing this reel, you are irreplaceable. You are amazing. And, um, you know, take this moment to appreciate all that you do for yourself and your others. And when I saw my boyfriend later, he was like, I saw the reel you posted. I liked it. 
but do you take the time to appreciate <laughs> all you do for yourself and others? And I was like, you know what? Yes. Thank you for asking that because that's super courteous. And yes, it is okay to admit and acknowledge the work that you do for yourself, your others. And it's not a competition or, you know, you need to be doing more. Mm-hmm. It's just take life for what it is and be able to take the fruits of your labor and, and also cherish them. And then you can work towards the ideas that you want to continue to work towards. And also if you don't stop back and look around, you're going to miss it. So love Ferris Bueller's day off and, (laughs) um, hope you can take that for yourself as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the bottom line is life is hard. It will always be hard, Mm -hmm. but having a growth mindset, a positive mindset is, can only help you and having a, you know, What's the opposite of that? I don't want to say, like, poor mindset, but, like, you know. Less strong. Yeah, or, like, a, you know, a stagnant mindset or whatever. Yeah. Is just going to make things harder. Yes. So, it's really, that's the choice there, you know? So, when you're feeling crappy, I think just realizing that you have, your mindset has the power to make it just a little bit better or a little bit harder. Mm -hmm. And, obviously... Let's choose easy, right? (laughs) Let's choose easy and there's always room to grow. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. Have a good night.